What's up, nerds? And welcome to your weekly dose of all that is pop culture and nerdum with your three favorite fat nerds. That's right, it's time for the flagship Three Fat Nerds Podcast, better known as 3FN. And as always, we are coming to you from the 8122 Production Studios at Dragon Master Games. Of course, I'm your host, Rich, and I am joined by my illustrious panel, my friends, my pals, my compadres, my comrades, if you will. First up, he is the man that just this past week, not only did he win the Mega Millions, but he was so generous he gave it back. It's Ron. What's happening? And then last, uh, last but certainly not least, he is the man that doesn't need an introduction, but yet has the longest introduction in all of podcasting. Ladies and gentlemen, he is hashtag Big Daddy Cool, hashtag Mad Dog Strong Style, hashtag Challenge Accepted, hashtag Diesel Malenko, because he's the man of a thousand and four hashtags. He is the leader of the Minnows Gang and your favorite podcaster's favorite podcaster. He's the man, the myth, and the legend rolled up into one jolly old ginger-bearded feller, and he's a year older as of recording. Ladies and gentlemen, I give to you Diesel. Getting old sucks. <laughs> yeah, your hip was out, everything else. Oh. I forgot to say happy birthday on the show last week. I did say it on live stream, though. Oh, nice. So I was like, oh, shit, Diesel's birthday. Fuck. <laughs> and, of course, I wished you happy birthday yeah. before. Yeah. But still, I just wanted to throw that out there. I dropped him off a half-moon cookie. Oh, a half-moon cookie. Yeah. Was it only a half of half-moon cookie? No, it was, it was, it was a full, 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 okay, full okay. half-moon cookie. I, I might have done the fat guy thing and I, ate half and not even broke it in half. Just ate half, bite marks out of it. Well, I, I bought two, so I ate one <laughs> and gave him one. In that situation, do you go with one full color side or do you get best of both worlds and go the Oh, best of both worlds. <laughs> best of both worlds. I mean, technically, for if you want to keep it nice and symmetrical, you go with the one color side, but no, no, no. I got to try best those German chocolate ones because yeah. I keep seeing them. And I'm that just looks like, delicious. Yeah, I, I haven't gotten that far because I've been buying the lemon mm. cheesecake ones technically i took diesel to a nice dinner at the applebee's after we went to see dune last thursday for his birthday uh and we had half price appetizers yes on top of our meals yeah uh, we were we were we were living our best lives uh but with that being well that's also because things are closed due to you know COVID restrictions by the way driving me nuts because I, I didn't get dunkin donuts today after work because they close early because they're short-staffed i'm like damn it it's starting to affect my business, man. Yeah. <laughs> dude, I tried pie pies again. No chicken sandwiches. Oh, man. Dude, dude, the last time I got it, they gave me chicken tenders on the sandwich. I was pissed. Yeah. It's like, not the same thing. No, it's different no. breading. And so then I said it. Like, no, we don't have sandwiches. I'm like, uh, okay. Bye. 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 <laughs> yeah. You don't have sandwiches. I'm not staying. It's, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. People. Let's get these shortages over. Get back to work. <laughs> I mean that in the nicest way possible. I just need my coffee and my, and my Popeye's chicken sandwich. I know. I'm making it about me now. <laughs> but come on. The simple things in life. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of a good chicken sandwich. Absolutely. And we don't live near a Chick-fil-A because they have no fucking shortages. See what happens when you treat your employees well? I'm just yeah, throwing yeah. it out there. But with that being said, uh, Diesel, how's it been your week? Like I said, getting old sucks. <laughs> I had my birthday the next night. I went to sleep and I woke up with like a dislocated hip feeling because I slept wrong. <laughs> and that lasted until Saturday when I woke up Sunday morning. I go to get out of bed gingerly and I'm just like, oh, oh, <laughs> uh, because Friday and Saturday trying to put on the sock onto that foot brought me to tears <laughs> and took me about s at least five minutes to get it. You're one of those old people socks. I, I did it. I was thinking about it because it was a problem. Got up Sunday and I can river dance. Well, I could if I wasn't fat, but I'm back to normal. It just slept on it weird. And, but it's been a good week. Uh, birthday happened, work, a lot of work. And then uh, the 2K here at Dragon Master Games, which was a lot of fun. And uh, you did not make top eight. I did not. You cannot make top eight by going zero and three. No, <laughs> uh, burn was not not nice to me. Right. First round, you know, there's two burn players in the entire event, and of course they get paired against each other. Oh, yeah, the burn mirror round one. That sucks. <laughs> yeah, that really sucks. Yeah, usually it's better when they're on opposite ends and just meet later. Yeah, uh, but it was a good time. Dragon Master uh, definitely impressed the crowd that came for the 2K. Heard nothing but good things from the people. So it was a good time. Um, and then just did family stuff yesterday. Nice, nice, nice. nice. I like it. Awesome. And Ron? Uh, my week was pretty good. I can't complain. I snuck in here Tuesday and joined Diesel's D&D &D group for a night. I played Ricky's character. 
um, a lot of variant rules, which is fine. I just had to know what, what they were. But uh, your DM was funny because he's like, you want to do this? I'm like, nope. You want to do this? Nope. <laughs> I know how to play this character. Leave me alone. <laughs> and he's just sitting there. And then all of a sudden, when I had to go ape shit, <laughs> I went ape shit with Johnny Five the monk. Yeah. And <sighs> just started wrecking face when I had to. <laughs> and then he's just like, that's how you <laughs> just leave going. That's how you play among people. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, Claw passed away. Listen, I can't protect everybody. I kept everybody. I, the monk being a, the only fighter is fine. Just early on, he doesn't have enough to keep it going. Yeah, we we, we uh, our encounter was uh, it was a bit much. I was, I was told to foil plans. Yeah, and so I foiled plans, <laughs> and it worked beautifully. Uh, so yeah, rest in peace, Claw, and hopefully you come back as Tabby because <laughs> Tabby's got a crowbar. <laughs> Tabby does have a crowbar. But yeah, it was a fun time. It was it was a, that was a fun D and D session. Uh, we won't be doing it this week, but we'll be doing it the following week. We're going yeah. to bi-weekly. Nice. Sounds like a lot of fun. At least that's a little more planned out, and you guys yeah. can talk about that later. Uh, my week was kind of uh, it was kind of normal. I'm not gonna lie. I uh, I didn't do a ton on the week. Oh, I watched a lot of wrestling this weekend. But uh, outside of that, I finally am getting back into pace. the The Comic Con hangover is is over, nice. and now starting to get back into the the regular flow of things. Uh, so I mean that that's always a good thing. I, I'm not upset about any of it, but it's just it's nice to be back in the saddle, if you will. So now I'm getting around, and I have to get some things done and get everything caught up. But without with that being said, you know, it was it was a good relaxing weekend. Just did stuff around the house. Uh, yes. Went to the kids' football game, froze my ass off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was it was really cold on Friday night. So you know. did they win? Uh no. <laughs> no, uh, to put it how the night went, uh, they were playing uh, obviously another local team. The team, uh, their the team, their opponents scored uh, the touchdown touchdown in 38 seconds, uh, two plays. Nice. And so it didn't get better than that the rest of the night. I'm just gonna throw that out there. It was it was a routing. I think the halftime score was like 28 nothing. I do. Uh, our, our kids did score one touchdown. So nice. congratulations, nice. kids. But that being said, uh, here's you know, your trophy. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Although uh, they have a they have a game this Saturday and then they the playoffs. Yeah. Playoffs. 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 <laughs> That's exactly what I did. The kid didn't understand that. He, he wasn't around for Jim Morris Senior. But yeah, <laughs> the playoffs was it was definitely a thing. But uh, with that being said, uh, enough uh, enough about our weeks. Uh, let's talk about how you guys can get a hold of us and all those uh, wonderful opening plugs. Of course, uh, you can uh, hit us up on all the social medias. Three Fat Nerds Pod. Throw an at in front of it if you have to. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. You know, uh, help us spread the word of nerd on social media. Use that. Hashtag 3FNPod. Of course, for all information about the show, it's a one-stop shop. 8122productions.com. On that website, you can uh, look up friends of the show. You can hit look up the bands that we play, including, especially, the band that provides us with the theme music. Of course, that is Shout at the Robots. Check them out and so many more there. As well as the Twitch link, twitch.tv slash 607podcast. And, of course, if you would like to spend some money monetarily, the link for this is there. But you can also go to patreon.com slash 8122productions. For as little as $1 a month, you get a ton of extra bonus content. And trust me, you're going to you want to get a part of it. So it's good stuff. Uh, of course, if you forget any of those things, the liner, the, the, they're in the liner notes, right? In the uh, description of this podcast. And also the T Public link is in that liner notes as well. It's also a good time. Go support us. Pick up a shirt. It's good times. Uh, I know a sale just ended, so uh, we'll update you the next time there's a sale because that's the best time to go buy it. It's because why, why spend full price when you can get it on sale? doesn't affect my bottom dollar <laughs> actually you know what it is we just like to have uh, the merch out there for you i don't really give a fuck about making money if i did i would have just sell it myself with that being said though those are our opening plugs well i had a little more fun with them this week usually i do them a little more serious but make sure you're hitting us so up. serious why so serious but with that being said let's jump right in we got some uh, news to talk about news that is of course you know it, it never fails every time uh, we put out a show it's every monday we record <laughs> it's uh, released for patrons the uncut unedited uncooked edition every monday night and for everybody else it comes out on tuesday but every time we record news breaks let's be honest <laughs> every time and uh, some big news broke last monday after we recorded and uh, it was that marvel studios and disney have pushed back the pretty much the entire slate of the Phase 4 Marvel films. Uh, not what's coming out this year. 
Because obviously the only one coming out this year, and of course in accordance with Sony, is uh, of course still Spider-Man Far From, or No Way Home, sorry, I almost said Far From Home. No Way Home. So that that's coming up still in December. Don't worry. Don't fret. We're still going to see it in December. But uh, the first movie it does affect is Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, which will now be coming out on May 6th. Uh, also, it pushed back uh, Thor, Love and Thunder, and uh, Black Panther 2. Uh, everything else was also pushed back to 2023, but those four movies will still be coming out in 2022. Uh, Kevin Fahey, amidst people losing their shit about it, had this to say, it's production shifts and changes, and because we have so many slots, we can just shift slots, Fahey told Variety's Mark Macklin at Monday's Eternals world premiere. He added, all the Marvel slots are the same, we're just shifting when they're coming out, and yes, Strange in the Multiverse of Madness has moved six weeks, so instead of there being a three months between Marvel movies, there will be five months between Marvel movies, I think we can all handle that. Uh, so, aka uh, the, the, the Lord and Savior Kevin Fahey just said, Quit your vision. <laughs> uh, how do you guys feel about the the little move backs from Marvel? It, it sucks as a fan just because I want give me more, just give me more, give me more. But with all the stuff they're doing with Disney Plus as well, and we're fine. We can wait an extra couple of weeks, couple months. It's no, not a big deal. Ron, well, if you don't have terminal cancer. Oh Jesus! Well, how dark. how yeah, else are we gonna get fanboys two made? We need fanboys too, man. Yeah, <laughs> dude, I gotta rewatch that. It's so good. Fanboys is good. I love fanboys. No, it's fine. This happens with everything. This always happens with productions. Movies get moved. Um, everybody was crying that it was oh Marvel shifted because of DC fandom. They're moving. They're scared. They're scared. I'm like, none of these movies are coming out right now. Most of them are just in post. Yeah. Like, it, there's no move. They're not countering with anything. It's production. COVID, COVID's a thing still, people. Production slowed, like it or not. It, yes. I mean, TV shows are doing the same thing. Things get moved. It's no big deal. You'll get to see it when you get to see it. Yeah. yeah. It's it's fine. And, you know, of course, you want to see it as soon as possible. We all do. But we've been waiting. Like, we'll be able to see Ghostbusters Afterlife here in next month. November 19th. Yeah. And it's been, like, we've been waiting two years for that. Like, yeah. I, think we'll, I think we'll be all right. Yeah, we'll, be, we'll be fine. And there's stuff to fill the blanks, you know, the blank time. And yeah. we'll just not get too greedy. If, yeah. if, if you think it's bad waiting that long, just imagine having to wait over a month to talk about a movie you've seen. <laughs> That's me with Ghostbusters Afterlife. I want to scream it from the hilltops, but I won't. And by the way, this is a good segue because between Marvel's biggest problem wasn't this announcement. And also, somebody did not take my cue on being keeping your mouth shut because... At the Eternals premiere, some of the people who were allowed to be there instantly went to social media and spoiled the movie. Oh, Jesus. Don't be a dick. So if you haven't seen any of those spoilers, I'm not. we're not talking about them because we don't do that. But there is some spoilers out there. I only saw one by chance. I'm not saying what it is. And supposedly another actor was like, well, I knew that was going to happen. And it's just like, okay, whatever, dude. Like, you're special. Yeah, but I, I'm just pointing yeah. out, we're not going to do that. Just like, I'm not talking about these Ghostbusters Afterlife, even though I've seen the movie in its entirety. Thank you, New York Comic Con. Uh, so I'm, I, I just think it's it's ridiculous that in this day and age, you should know. And if, like, I didn't sign an NDA at NYCC. This mm-hmm. is all just based upon morals and me wanting people to see a movie that's, yeah. that I enjoyed. Because I, I, that's the part I will tell you. I did enjoy it. I definitely recommend you going to see it on November 19th. That is not a spoiler. That is just me telling you, you should go see it. However, the fact that somebody went and clickbaited this shit instantly to the point that the head of the PR team for Disney slash Marvel was like, we see you, we know what you did, and we know who you are, is insane. Yeah. And they signed an NDA to be there. Yeah. By the way, no, non-disclosure. <laughs> yeah. But I, I just don't get it. I just, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get why you would do that shit. Yeah. Like, that's horrible. The day we live in with all this click and bullshit drives me nuts. Yeah, it's just trying to get some clout for yourself using other people's shit. And uh, it's, Disney's response was great, though. We see you. <laughs> like, <laughs> which means you ain't coming back to any of them. Yeah. I, and I hope that goes across the board because I know one of the outlets that picked up the story was CNN. <sighs> that's how a couple of our friends saw yeah. what went down. I'm not, once again, I'm not going to talk about it. And, you know, we are going to go see the Eternals. Uh, here's, a, here's a spoiler for you that we will talk about. Uh, what is it? Uh, what is it? A week or two is when it, because yeah. it comes out November Six, 5th? 
fifth or sixth. Yeah, so uh, we are we are going to be talking about that the following week's Diesel Movie Club. That is the review. So I do believe that's next week. Not next. Next week will be uh, Last Night in Soho. Yep. And then the week after that will be Eternals. The Eternals. So there's your spoiler. Diesel Movie Club. That's the review for two weeks from today. Or from today. Yeah. So there you go. There, there's the only spoiler you're getting from us because <laughs> we're seeing it and uh, we'll be talking about it. We already have our tickets. Yep. Yes. Uh, so, anyways, with that being said, yeah, don't be a dick. Uh, we're going to finish up with the last of the things that came out on Monday <laughs> as we recorded. Uh, so, it had been rumored, rumored that the Hulu Marvel Universe had died with Modoc. And uh, not so. We got a trailer for Hit Monkey, and uh, Hit Monkey will be debuting on Hulu on November 17th, 2021. So we're a few weeks away from that. Uh, Ron, what did you think of the trailer? And what do you think of Hitmonkey? <laughs> I don't know if I want to like it or not. Like I saw the trailer. I'm like, is this for real? And then I like watch it. I'm like, I don't know if I want to like it or not. Like I will watch it. I have Hulu. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm so conflicted with this. Like I shared it with the guys and they're just like, yeah, no. I'm like, so I have no idea what to do with this information. Dude, it is 100% John Wick dies ghost design on a monkey. This is John Wick ghost. He is Patrick Swayze <laughs> and that monkey is but, Whoopi Goldberg. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's going to probably be more enjoyable than John Wick. Uh, I don't know about Ooh. that. <laughs> I think it is. Oh. Yeah, I don't I don't know how to feel about it either. Uh, but I just think it's interesting that the Hulu universe did not die. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, way to surprise us because they didn't. They kept the mum was the word until they were like, oh, yeah, here's this trailer. Because yeah. like, I mean, up to then, we were all talking about how it was dead. Yeah. I watched MODOK. It was okay. I, I mean, I prefer Harley Quinn's. Uh, the one for DC and yeah. uh, HBO Max way better, which I that I went in hesitant about, and I actually surprisingly enjoyed that. Modoc was okay. It's just more. It's just like robot chicken full episodes, basically. Yeah. Is what, all I feel when I watch it, which is fine. I get it, but I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, we'll find out soon because November seventeenth is right around the corner. Well, we uh, let's jump into the news that broke this week. And this is, in my opinion, the biggest news of this week. Uh, well, because I'm a huge Star Wars guy. It has been announced. They, they didn't keep it out of the bag. The Hollywood Reporter reported on it. It has been confirmed that Hayden Christensen will be, come, will be in the upcoming Ahsoka series on Disney+. Plus. Now, he was slated to be in the, of course, Ewan McGregor starring Obi-Wan Kenobi show, which he still is going to be. But he's returning a lot sooner in the Ahsoka series, and even better than that, because of timelines, we know that this is not Anakin Skywalker. We know that this is not Emo Vader. This is full-on Darth Vader. This, so this will be our first look at Hayden Christensen in a live-action portrayal of Darth Vader. How excited are you guys on a scale of one to a million? 17 million. <laughs> I, I have a sneaking suspicion that Ahsoka is going to die based off of what happens in um, Clone War, well, Rebels. And with the announcement that we got in Ezra Bridger, it, they're going to turn that entire scene into reality. And I am all for that. Yeah. Because <clears throat> that was one of the best battle scenes of all time. Oh, yeah. Ahsoka versus Vader. Yeah. Oh, dude. I, I, oh. Went, I went back and rewatched it. Yeah. And, they, and I, I honestly, uh, I'll be the first one to admit, I waited until Rebels was already basically over before I even started. Because I'm like... I watched the first episode. I'm like, ah, oh, this is too kiddie for me. It's too cute. Like, after coming off of Clone Wars, like, I, I just, like, I get it. They're oh, trying to bring. So good. And then you just watch it, and then you just, you f you feel for all the characters, yeah. every character. And then they bring a freaking Maul back. And, that, like, just what. The, and then they bring Vader in with that whole battle. And there are so many, like, major scenes in Rebels that are going to be able to be done in live action soon. No. And I think that's where they're going. I hope so. Because you know, like they have to do the the Maul Obi Wan scene yes. from Rebels. Oh, I'm pretty sure they're going to do the Ahsoka Vader battle, which yeah. ends with Ahsoka dying. But movie magic, she comes out of it because yeah. she gets saved. I cannot wait for all these things because they are doing some of the best Star Wars stories are in Rebels and Clone Wars, and they're doing it now for Dude. Disney+, Plus, and I'm so stoked. I have so many people, I'm like, you gotta watch Clone Wars. Like, oh, and they're like, oh, I don't watch cartoons. I'm like, 
dude. Yeah. Like you're, you're, you are one of the biggest Star Wars fans I know. I'm like, you need to watch it. I go, and I even said, look, fine. I understand it's a lot to watch. I get it. You got a life. You got to work. You got kids, blah, blah, blah. Just run down the key episodes. Just watch the key arcs. I, you know, I, I don't usually say that because they're only half an hour episodes. You can get it. But I'm like, if you just watch the key, key, find the list. They'll tell you which episodes to watch. Watch those. And if that doesn't, because there are some episodes that you're just like, yeah, this was a waste of time. But like, once you do that, like in Rebels, it's short. It's not that long. It's only five seasons. Yeah, five seasons. And so like, you can get through that no problem. Um, but just just watch it. If you haven't, watch them. You'll trust me. If you're enjoying the stuff that's on Disney Plus now, the live action stuff like The Mandalorian and you're looking forward to the Book of Boba Fett and all these other things, you are going to like the uh, Rebels and Clone Wars, with, without a doubt. Dave Filoni really knows the Star Wars stuff. And oh, yeah. This is all Dave Filoni here. Oh, absolutely. I can't wait for this. Oh. This is some good stuff. Really good shit. And uh, I cannot wait for this to go down. Uh, announced today... Uh, in confirmed, uh, of course, Batgirl is coming to HBO Max, uh, the movie. It is a live action movie. It has not started complete production yet. They are still casting. Uh, so I wouldn't assume it's coming out until late 2022, early 2023. There is no date to it. But considering the fact that they're still casting, uh, that would be my guess. Uh, it has officially found its latest cast member, though, because on Monday, as we record, it was announced that actor Brendan Fraser has been cast in the upcoming film, which will make its debut on HBO Max streaming service. Reports are indicating that Fraser is portraying DC villain Firefly, who had been rumored to be appearing in the movie in some capacity. Fraser will join Leslie Grace uh, from In the Heights, and she's playing Barbara Gordon slash Batgirl, with J.K. Simmons expected to return as Commissioner James Gordon and Jake, Jacob Sipo, Bad Boys for Life, cast in a currently unknown role. Nice. Uh, are you excited for Brendan Fraser? Also, as you guys know, he's this is not his first foray into DC because he is on, and he is wonderful part of Doom Patrol. Uh, I, by the way, voice acting only on Doom Patrol. Yeah. Uh, Ron, I know you're excited Dude. for the DC products that are coming out on HBO Max. How how is this rate? So I'm sold. Yes, please. I, I don't care. Like whatever Brendan Fraser does, I love him. Like, you know, he's he's amazing. If you haven't caught uh, saw Doom Patrol yet, like watch it. Just just even for his character there, like it's so emotional. Like he's he's him and uh, Diane Garrar Diane something. I forget her name. Uh, is as Crazy Jane. Make that show, and this season has been amazing. The last season, it's so good. Yeah, I agree. I love Doom Patrol. Have you seen Doom Patrol no. yet? Uh, you definitely have to check it out. It's right up your alley. Uh, with that being said, I can't wait for that as well. Uh, let's move on to a big movie trailer coming out this week. Uh, we got our first look in the first trailer for the upcoming Uncharted movie of course that is based on the uh it's a sony pictures film take that for what it's worth <laughs> in columbia pictures as well uh it is based on the playstation game of the same name uh, of course it stars tom holland as a young nathan drake and who in action previously the aforementioned trio has shown the movie and its cast here and there but this is the first official trailer for the movie bound for theatrical release this coming february and imax real d3d and dolby cinema uh guys uh, of course, Marky Mark is also in this with with young young Spider Man, if you will. Uh, how are you guys feeling about Uncharted? The trailer looks really cool. I never got into the game at all, but the trailer looks really good. And did you guys see the breakdown from the the scene in the trailer versus the in game play? They nailed it. Yeah, they absolutely nailed yeah. this. Yeah, and I, I'm fine with it. Look, I'm it's a video game movie. I'm gonna go in with low expectations, just to hope that I come out. You know, enjoying it. I never played Uncharted, but I've seen you know videos and the story, or the main stories I read kind of. Um, so I'm I'm fine with it. I'll give it a watch. You know, it can't be that bad. I mean, come on. There was Doom and uh, Alone in the Dark. Like, trust me. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. I, I'm putting this optimistically. Hopefully, we find it in like the Sonic the Hedgehog range. Yeah. I hope so too. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that's right where I want to put it. All right, well, you know, we like to have a little fun when we end the nerd news, and we are, but we also like to stay non-political, and this unfortunately crosses that line, but it's too funny not to bring up, and I want to point this out. Politically, our views on this are simple. Uh, we believe in all voting rights, and uh, I don't think that that's something that we would disagree with, and we are definitely against some of the the, the bills in other states. Our state is not included because we are from New York State, and uh, we don't have any of these horrible ones, but we are definitely against those in states like Georgia and Texas and other places who have passed these 
pretty shitty voting laws. Well, you know who else is against those voting laws? Alyssa Milano. <laughs> and this is one of those things where she comes up every once in a while on our thing. Remember the last time she appeared on the podcast was because she said that she was bigger than Joe Rogan in podcasting. Yeah. And uh, nobody's even knew she had a podcast. It was news to all of us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and I don't really prefer Joe Rogan, but I, I at least I know he has a podcast. Yeah. Uh, so I just want to read the tweet uh, <laughs> that she sent out. <laughs> and I want to dissect this for why it made the funny and why we need education in the United States of America. And why this is really sad is because she's right around Ron's age, which like right around your age. So not too far off for me and Diesel. And when we went to school, we learned about this. We'll get to this in a second. Let me read the tweet first. I was just arrested for demanding the Biden administration and the Senate to use their mandate to protect voting rights. Stand with me and at people for and tell the Senate and White House that voting rights shouldn't depend on where you live. Hashtag don't mute our vote. Uh, By the way, she was arrested outside the White House, I should mention. Um, Here's the problem. Although, once again, I agree with her cause. And definitely check out at people for because I agree with the cause. The problem is is that in school, and I don't know if they still teach it or not, but when she was in school, which was when we were in school, they did, voting is a state right. So Joe Biden can't do anything about it. Yeah, The President of the United States can't stop these shitty places from doing it unless they violate the Constitution. In that case, Joe still can't do anything. The Supreme Court can. But that's up to people in the states where this is happening to take the case to the Supreme Court to be heard by the Supreme Court. That is the only people who have precedent over this. That's just how our government works. So basically, she got arrested for no fucking reason. Uh, Diesel? No, she got arrested for demanding. She didn't get arrested for loitering outside the White House. No, no, she was demanding face-to-face with the Biden administration. Well, she was outside, not face-to-face. Oh, oh, but she said she was demanding. Right, right, right. But, and and, and uh, by the way, the charge was loitering. <laughs> I just want to let you know. Because yes. <laughs> you can't loiter outside in front of the White House. Go figure. Oh. Um, which is kind of weird. <laughs> you would think we would be able to demand things at the White House. Uh, we do pay the bills. <laughs> but, Doesn't mean we're entitled to a face-to-face. <laughs> no, I agree. And that's why there's a fence. And that's why there's armed guards. And that's why there's a whole bunch of shit. And by the way, why don't you use your celebrity to try to get, like... In? Into the White House? Why don't you try to meet with somebody? Maybe yeah. not even... Not the president. Maybe one of his aides. You know... Oh, oh come on. Creepy Joe would have loved to sniff Sam's hair. <laughs> <laughs> She can still get in there off who's your boss, who's the boss. Oh, oh I, I agree. I agree with you. I'm just, I'm just saying. Uh, but I, I have to give her the fail of the week because let's be honest, she needed to remember her. Uh, she needed to remember how the government works, and uh, unfortunately, although. Like I said, everybody at this table is in agreement with her. Yeah. Believe it or not, we support the same fucking cause, and I know we don't like to get too political. However. To do so, you need to go protest in, in, in Georgia, Alabama, Texas, and there's a few other states. Uh, and that's where you have to do it because the president has zero control over states' rights. Doesn't she live in Pennsylvania? Yeah, uh, is the Pennsylvania? If they didn't, it might be up. But here in yeah. New York, I know it's not. But once again, it has to change. The only thing that you could do is work with the ACLU and a couple other places to try to get in in front of the Supreme Court. You can't. The president has no, and Congress in this situation also has no, it's a state's rights issue. Thank God that we have a B-list washed-up actress to be the voice of the voiceless. <laughs> I just, with idiot fans. You know what, I, though, I am, I, I, I'm real sad that there's not more people fired up. Like, like, uh, uh, honestly, like, like, like I said, I'm not going to go down this route too much for, but I, I'm, I, I wish there was more people fired up, but they need to be fired up at, on the state level. Yeah, and no. they need to push it through on the state level because that is where it is. And you know what? The easiest way to get this done, and I've been saying this forever, and I'm going to say it once again, man. If people are fucking up, vote them out. Get rid of them. Yeah, let's yeah. let's do it. Right. Let's do it. Wish it was that easy. Yeah, I know it's a little harder, but once again, yeah. I mean, it's it is yeah. that easy. It's if just you, getting yeah. other people to do it, yeah. and that's the problem. Yeah. Like, uh, the greatest thing I love is this early voting shit. Yeah. The dude, I freaking drove by. They're like, vote here today. I'm like, yesterday. I'm like, nobody's there. <laughs> I ran in, I voted, and left. Like I'm like, I don't have to wait until the second, like, and do it with everybody else. Yeah, I, I, Dude, I, I love I, early voting, but I'm, that's just me. That's just that's I'm just done. Me. I'm good. Let's go. Yeah. So, by the way, election day is coming up soon. Uh, it's it's a, the first Tuesday of November. Yeah. For those of you who didn't know, rock the vote because the midterms they matter too. Yeah, just throwing do. it oh, out yeah. there, big well, time, especially big for time. for Binghamton. We need a new mayor, people. 
Well, yes, but uh, also like local local governments have elections. Plus, the midterms, as far as the the House and Senate, are also a big deal. So please make sure you guys get out there and vote. And there's our end of our politics and dumbass Alyssa Milano. <laughs> <laughs> With that being said, uh, we are going to take our break. You're going to hear from one of our awesome uh, favorite friends. Uh, you know, they're going to drop off knowledge about where to find their podcast and check them out, please. Uh, but. But before we go, I just want to tease you on something. When we come back with Diesel's Movie Triple Stuff, of course, we are going to have Diesel's Movie Club. And this week, we are reviewing the brand new movie, Dune. That is at the end of the program. Don't worry. We'll give you the spoiler warnings. But uh, come back. Hear us talk about our, the, you know, the box office, the top three. And then, of course, Diesel's Movie Club, Dune. We'll be right back. Greetings, henchmen and loyal subjects. I am Evan the Great. And I'm JVD. We're your hosts of the Fictional Battle Podcast, Crossover Collision, brought to you by the Villains Demand. If you love hearing in-depth breakdowns of your favorite characters and what they are capable of doing while fighting in random battlegrounds against other fan favorites, then this is the podcast for you. New episodes drop every Friday wherever you listen to your favorite podcast or over on TheVillainsDemand.com. Welcome back to Diesel's movie, Triple Stuff. Got an exciting box office this weekend. Coming in at number five, Ron's Gone Wrong with 7.3 million. Not that Ron, but this Ron. Ron's Gone Wrong. Well, Ron has gone wrong. <laughs> Anyways, continuing on. Woo-hoo. Number four, Venom, Let There Be Carnage. Talk about going wrong. $9.1 million. Still staying in there and making more money yeah. somehow. Oh, I wanted to like it so bad. No Time to Die comes in at number three with another $11.9 million. Sweet, sweet. Uh Blow it up still. Halloween kills with another $14.5 million. They made all the money back, so yeah. we're getting more. And then number one this week, Dune Part 1 with a domestic total of $40.1 million and one of the highest streaming for HBO Max since uh, the pandemic. He even beat out Godzilla versus Kong. Exactly. Big hit it's is big. Dune. And we'll be talking about that at the end of this segment. Remember, that is the Diesel Movie Club pick. Uh, don't worry, we'll warn you before spoilers. But before then, Diesel, we got upcoming events. Upcoming. You got a busy weekend because we got Last Night in Soho coming out this week. We will be watching that. I uh, don't know if, Ron, are you available Thursday? Uh, I'll have to let you know. Me and Diesel will be going to see it on Thursday. Yeah. But if yeah. you want to join, let me know. I'll get. To, I'll let you know where we're sitting. Yeah, just let me know where you're sitting. I'll see if I can make it. Also, I know you want to see this, Antlers. I'll be going seeing this this weekend sometime, yes. And uh, My Hero Ac- uh, Academy. Yeah. Academia. My Acad- Hero Academia. World Heroes Mission. We will I'll be going to see that with Ken M from the ODPH on Friday night. And then the following week, we talked about earlier, The Eternals. Yeah, that's that's the big one. The Eternals is coming out. And then uh, the following week, uh, me and Diesel got tickets to the Fathom <laughs> event. We're going to see Rocky Four in Ithaca, New York at the, in a, in a one-night-only Fathom event. So I'm excited about that. For the both of us, it was, yeah. it was 15 bucks a piece. I, I'm not upset at all. Yeah, I, I'm excited for this. Uh, I, hopefully, we get a poster, because sometimes they give out like stuff at those Fathom events. Yeah. Nice. But I'm, I'm happy just to go see it, and there's a special opening from Sly Stallone. Yeah, there's yeah, a, and it's, yeah, it's yeah. also the director's cut. Sly Stallone's going to be saying something about the whole movie. I only accept the opening if he does it as King Shark. That'd be great, <laughs> but uh, I don't know. But I, I'm excited for and? it. And? I'm, exci- I'm excited for it. So Cannot wait for that. So we got a busy, busy docket coming up. And speaking of which, Diesel, that brings us to the top three. Our top three this week is your favorite book to either television or movie adaptations. Okay, does this have to be because it's close to the book, or could it be it's whatever your favorite is, is based because, off the book? Because I'm going to tell you, most of mine did not look like in the book at all. <laughs> yeah. I got one that's in the same vein. So okay, good, 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 good. So at uh, my number three spot, believe it or not, I did really like this uh, X Men. Uh, Future's Past. Yeah. Very good movie. I, I love that movie. Very good movie. Uh, I, I did enjoy that. Some people, it was, I think that was the last great X-Men movie. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. I think it's, uh, so Days of Future's Past, number three. Uh, number two, and it's because the, uh, actually my friend, uh, next to our fucking horror films, because I love both these movies, but uh, Annie Muschietti, man, killing it on it. I thought oh, it was a great yeah. adaptation. It yep. Chapter One. Uh, it Chapter One was better than It Chapter Two, but we'll call it a, a whole with the both of them as It. 
And then, of course, my number one is one of my favorite movies of all time. And that, of course, you mentioned it uh, during our Patreon break. You mentioned the director. You mentioned a certain situation. Of course, that man is named Stanley Kubrick. And the movie is called The Shining. Uh, Stephen King still hates that adaptation today. But it's I think it's mostly loved by everybody. It's amazing. So The Shining is my number one. Ron! Uh, number three, I'm going with uh, what people probably don't realize is MASH. Okay. Oh, that was originally a book and into what a show that went way longer than the war did. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it, that show still holds up to the day. Um, number two, I'm going with Train Spotting. Ooh, very love good. fucking Train Spotting. Book is super hard to read because it's a run on sentence. Yeah. It, it is, <laughs> but it's, it's good. It's good. I, I've never. I'm, I'm all admit I've never finished the book because I, I I'm a horrible reader in books. But I love the movie and I know where it came from. And then. I'm going to go with uh, another uh, Stephen King's movie, uh, Shawshank Redemption. Ooh, very the, good. I love that movie. Anytime it's on, you gotta, you just, you catch it, you're just like, okay, I'm just sitting down and watching this. Diesel. Right. I got an honorable mention because, you know, it's got James Franco, so I can't be in the top three because, you know, we're woke. <laughs> but The Disaster Artist is my honorable mention. Ah, nice. honorable mention. Uh, number three, we are all on the same page when it comes to Stephen King, Haven which was based off of a Stephen oh, King yes. short story. Yeah. And it doesn't really follow it because it's a short story, and this went on five seasons. Yes. I'm, I'm surprised you didn't say the classic Maximum Overdrive, <laughs> which was a literally 50, what is it, one page? Oh, dude, it was yeah. a one-page story? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah one-page story about an asteroid. Yeah. Uh, number two, and I love this book as a kid after seeing the movie, but Michael Crichton's Jurassic Park. Great. And then number one, it's a twofer, same uh, author, but I love Fight Club and I love Choke. Yes, very, oh, good, yeah. very good. Both both great. Same right out there. I'm gonna throw an honorable choice in the end because nobody picked it. Forrest Gump, <laughs> which is nothing like the book. And if you've never read the book Forrest Gump, you should. <laughs> I just want to throw that out there. Uh, I don't know if it fits into woke culture these days, but uh, it, it's a good read. <laughs> yeah. Uh, with that being said, that brings us to Diesel's Movie Club, and of course, that means we're gonna be talking about Dune, which just came out this past weekend. So, with that being said. I want to forewarn everybody, if you have not seen Dune, and you want to see Dune, and you don't want us to spoil it for you, guess what? This is your time to bail out now. Pause. Stop. Actually, you don't even have to pause. Stop the. Stop this right now. Go ahead. Come back to it later after you see the movie. If you've seen the movie or don't care about spoilers, you can stick around because... Our review is going to start, and we are going to talk spoilers, so we will be in the spoiler zone in three, two, one. The spoiler zone is activated, so we did our due diligence. That's all I'm saying. So uh, let's talk about, let's, let's before we jump in to giving our review, let's talk about some of the stats for Dune. Uh, Dune is uh, just debuted in Venice on September 3rd, 2021. It did open overseas first. That's why when I read you the amount that it hit in the box office is because it had almost a month head start yeah. on the U.S. October 21st, 2021 was the U.S. launch. Running time of a uh, 156 minutes. It was distributed by Warner Brothers Pictures with the production company of Legendary Pictures. Uh, it was produced by Dennis Villanueva, Mary Parent, Kyle, Kyle Boter, and Joe Carcolaro Jr. It's based on the book Dune by Frank Herbert, and the screenplay was written by John Sfetis, Dennis Villanueva, and Eric Roth, and of course directed by Dennis Villanueva. Starring Timothy Chalmay, Rebecca Ferguson, Oscar Isaac, Josh Brolin, Stellan Skarsgård, Dave Bautista, Stephen McKinley Henderson, Zendaya, Chang Chen, Sharon Duncan Brewster, Charlotte Rampling, Jason Momoa, 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 wow, I said that wrong, Javier Bardum, and so many more. This is the most loaded cast you'll ever see. Cinematography by Greg Frazier, edited by Joe Walker, and the music was by Hans Zimmer. The budget of this movie, $165 million. Do you want to guess where, and mind you, this is not up to date. This is just from this past weekend, what the worldwide box office is on this currently. Uh, you know, forty million was the U.S. Yeah, I think it was like one hundred thirty. It's probably like close to two hundred. Ron? Uh, yeah, to two twenty-five. I, I don't know. You were super close, Ron. Two twenty-three point two million. Yeah. So it made its money back and more. So I think we're getting part two, thankfully. Yeah. Uh, uh, so let's start off right there. <laughs> part two? What do you uh, mean, part two? <laughs> so, <laughs> so we heard that there would be sequels, possibly, but sequels means. Condensed stories with a beginning and an end. Sagas have parts. Why it was never said that this was Dune Part 1 in any of the advertisements 
is beyond me, but when we got the opening credits, it says Dune Part 1, which means saga, which I'm not upset about. I just wish that I knew I was going to see a fucking saga flick before I went in. Because some people will be like, well, they said there might be sequels. That has nothing to do with it. Sequels mean, when you have a world of sequels, it means that each story in the sequel, each each chapter has a beginning, middle, and end, full story arc. A saga means that that doesn't have to exist. That means the first movie in a saga is usually the setup film. The second one is where they increase the conflict. And the third one is the conclusion. So basically, the three-act work goes into three films. Yeah. And you can stretch it out if you want to. Whatever. But in this case, that's their goal. Three parts. Wish we would have known this going in. Just because then I wouldn't have been anticipating some real badass fighting scenes. That we didn't get. <laughs> they really did give us the old Alabama switcheroo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, with that being said, I'm also going to go, we're not, we don't ever go through the whole movie. We usually just kind of skip around, tell you the good, the bad, the ugly. This movie would be really hard because, honestly, guys, this was a fever dream. <laughs> like, the shooting of this film, to me, I was like, why is this scene, like, you see one thing and then it skips to another part and then some shit was dream and some things were for were premonitions of the future and sometimes it all blurred together. So it was very hard to follow at times. And, and that's kind of my negative, I guess. Uh, nutshell is we get introduced to our protagonist family, the house of our trades. Yep. I said that right. Uh, and of course, they are going. They are get the uh, emperor, the emperor, if you will, gave them over the planet uh, where they are going to go. The art, art, arties, artres, artres. I think that's how it is. Artres is the family. Yeah, yeah. No, artres, artres is the family. Yeah. And the the the, the hometown is artry artists. Right, uh, I could look it up, yeah. but I don't care enough to. Yeah. <laughs> that should just tell you where I'm at. Uh, but anyways, they, they get a plan, and this is where they uh, go ahead and get Spice. And Spice is uh, basically a psychoactive drug, but it makes it also possible for you to do space and time travel. Yep. Because without this, the body can't handle it. That's what you're told. They don't ever show you. They just kind of tell you this. So before that, there was a group there led by Big Dave Batista. Well, he wasn't the lead. He was he was the leader of the army. Yeah. Of course, he has his uncle, who is the actual leader leader, and boy, is that guy creepy. Yeah. <laughs> Don Skarsgård was great. Oh, he was great in this. Well, Dave Batista, I wish we saw more of him. We'll say that on yeah. the front. Uh, but anyways, they get booted out, and basically it's a setup for the whole jump. I mean, and they even know it. They know it's a fucking setup. Yeah. That's even better. So when they go there, there's the uh, Fermis, who they're the people who are the natives of this planet. They live on this planet. This is a desert planet, hence the name Dune. Ha ha! You had to love in there when they when he throws it in there. That's my dude! Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, way to get the movie name in there, yeah. guy. But anyway, so they, they live in the desert. They figured out how to harness it, and uh, the, the House of Artreides is trying to help them out. In return for help, you know, helping them out. So it's kind of mutual and not take advantage of them. So there is some loyalty, if you will, a little bit between the two parties. But that doesn't last long because they invade. <laughs> and uh, spoiler alert, a lot of fucking stars of this movie die in the one of the few fight scenes. Yes. Yeah. And uh, amongst them, Josh Brolin. Also amongst them, uh, Oscar Isaac. Well, we didn't actually see Josh Brolin die. So he I'm sure could, he's dead. Yeah. I'm sure. I mean, it, even if he lived the explosions, uh, he did not have a suit to live out there in the uh, yeah. the, the hot sun. Yeah. So he's dead either way. But anyway, so, you know, and, and, and a lot of people, we get the badass, by the way, Oscar Isaacs, when he, uh, when the, when the traitor who ends up being dead. So he traded for no reason because his wife was already dead. He traded on them. He traded him out because his wife was captured and yeah, they already killed his wife. So he's like, yeah, you can meet up with her and he kills him. So yep. dumbass. But to be fair, he put a fake tooth in that when he bite, the, there's poison that came out. So it was kind of badass when he uh, looks like he's killing off the one guy. Yeah. Although later on we find he's just hiding on the ceiling because reasons. Yeah. No. So, in this whole time, Timothy Chalmay is the pace girl lead, and he has all these visions, and that's where we get all the badass, pretty much all the badass fighting scenes. There's a couple of them that take place in real time, but most of them are premonitions of the future. The future where we haven't seen yet. Yeah, because this is the setup movie. Yeah, it'll be the next movie where we get to By see the way, <laughs> Jason Momoa, badass. He's the most badass fighter, but he dies. Then he comes Which back, sucked. and then he dies then again. He dies, again. <laughs> he, dies, he dies twice, to be fair. Which sucks, because... But although, I will say this, Jason Momoa without a beard, not a fan. No. I was like, I want my sexy Momoa back. Dude, it, was, it was almost like the Super Bowl commercial. I know. <laughs> oh, it was, know, creepy. It was creepy. Creepy, creepy. 
So anyways, uh, at the end of this movie, we have uh, the Fermis finding uh, the, 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 the mother and the son. They, they There's a fight to the death. <laughs> And they're taking him in, and that's where we end. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was just the over synopsis. So uh, I, I, let's go with the positives first. Uh, Ron, we'll start with you on the positives. What did you find positive uh, in a review for Dune? People that like the book, like the movie. <laughs> okay, that, that's I, it. That's, that's all really all I really got out of this. Like, Diesel? I'm sorry, <laughs> it was, I didn't catch it at all. That's uh, fine, Diesel. So I really enjoyed this movie. Um, I thought the acting was on point, um, with the exception of a couple people. Like I think it was the first Dave Batista miss, just because I don't think that character really has much to offer, so it doesn't really matter who you get into that role. But everybody, uh, Oscar Isaac was phenomenal, Timothy Chalamet was great, uh, Brolin was good, Like everyone was really good in this movie. The way it was shot was a little disjointed, but it started making sense with the beginning, with the visions we didn't get much, but once the spike, he gets to that the dune and the spice hits him. Now we start getting more of the visions and it's like, it makes sense the way they did it. It was, it was weird, but I thought the storyline was good. I have zero knowledge of dune beforehand. I've never read the book, nothing. Never even saw the eighties movie, but I enjoyed it. I, I definitely, when we got out of the theater, understood all your guys' gripes, but I, I, I was like, no, I, I really liked it. I want to say it's better than star Wars, but it's probably in the sci-fi genre in my top 10. Okay, so uh, staying with the pauses before we go negative. Uh, I will say that I, I, like you, thought the acting was very good. Um, I did like some of the choices as far as atmosphere. I thought it looked really good. I thought the atmosphere of the movie was really good. Um, I, I, I did. I, I started to figure out as well. Uh, I wish I would have known it was a part one coming in because it would have helped me out on like my pre-conversation. And just like you, I've never read the book or never saw yeah. uh, the original movie. I do know about the original movie, but I've never seen it. Uh, so, and mind you, going to the theater, I think, helped out a little bit, too, because everything was better on the big screen. So, um, yeah, that's pretty much what I got there. Uh, we're going to go to negatives, and I'll start off my negatives. I'll start off with negatives this time. We'll go in reverse order. Um, my first negative is not enough Batista. I, 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 I always love Batista movies. He was also good in this for the little things he did. Hopefully we get to see more of them in the future movies, but not enough Batista. Oh, actually, with a positive before, being a part one is a positive because I can see where this possibly is going to get better in the future. We'll talk about it. It plays a part. But uh, that was my first negative. My second negative was the fucking soundtrack. I was very annoyed by the... I actually like the score Dude, a lot. it was bad. <laughs> I, I enjoyed and the And it was in the theater. It was loud and annoying and obnoxious. I think they had that a little louder than normal. Yeah. Because like, yeah. certain things were hitting. I'm like, this, like they're sounding something something wrong with that it one. Just, it hit like that part of my ear where it fucking infuriates me. Like the same part of my ear when somebody's chewing and yeah. I hear it and I'm in one of those moods. It's just one of those things that just like I don't have no control over. This movie did that because that... It was like, oh, Jesus. It kind of reminded me of the Dances with Wolves soundtrack. Hi-yo. Hi-yo. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so that kind of annoyed me. Uh, I was, I, I, you know, and I, I guess I guess I can count this as a negative. Because I didn't know it was a part one is also a negative. Because I was expecting to see some of these badass fight scenes that we saw in the trailer. And not just little clips of them. Be, like, they basically were what they were in the trailer because they were premonitions of the future. Yeah. There was a couple good fight, bad, uh, badass fight scenes. Don't get me wrong. There was a couple of them, but the trailer made it look like there was a lot more. Yeah. Uh, so I kind of was disappointed by that. And yeah, just like to kind of, I, I understood it towards the end. I started putting it together, but the disjointedness of it kind of did throw me off. Diesel, did you have any negatives? I know you really like it. Yeah, yeah, oh negatives. yeah, without a doubt. Um, I, I'm with you. Um, the the trailer made, portrayed what part two and three is going to be it wasn't a really fair accurate um representation of this movie and it kind of gave and the trailer also gave away a lot of the big parts like the oscar isaac scene with the uh you know if you don't want to be a leader you'll still be everything i needed you to be my son which was a great scene right i don't think that was needed in the trailer um also i gotta ask you before you go further because it kind of ties that so we find out that the grandfather died because he liked fighting bulls we keep seeing the fucking bullhead but they never there's no payoff for it yeah, I, I, I didn't understand that well, well we'll probably get the payoff later i hope so because yeah. if not that was just there for no reason yeah and then um i think i know fans of the book really enjoyed it yeah. but they needed to 
I think they needed to shorten up some of the beginning and expand on a little bit more because when you find out who the trader for Atreides was, it's a physician that you saw twice and have, you're just like, like, I figure someone's going to turn on this family. I figure it was going to be Josh Brolin's character. Yeah. Because that would make more sense. But I guess this is what actually happens in the book. But I was like, there was nothing to lead us to believe. And then you're just like, oh, my wife's like in agony because of these people and they'll, they'll free her from this. There was nothing to to lead to that. Like it was just out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah there for was, anybody who never read the book. Yeah. So if you if you're going in blind, you're just like, that really didn't make any sense. Um, and then just stupid stuff that I didn't enjoy. Like I, I I'm not a fan of Zendaya. She yeah. d- she doesn't do it for me. And the open of the movie where it's her dialogue, you know, doing. Eh, I, I didn't like the open. The gotcha. very the very beginning. Ron, I know you like dislike this the most. So, what did you not like about the movie? It just fell short for me, and it's probably it's one hundred percent because I never read the books. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I there just things didn't make sense to me. Obviously, I I get it. I understand. Um, if you read the book, you'll get sit more. I understand why people do like it. I I really do. Like visually, it wasn't bad. Yeah. Like. It just to me, it just wasn't what I, I. I don't know if I put it up at a higher pedestal. I thought it'd be better than what it was. I don't know if it, if I, you know, I don't. I, I really don't know what. I'll, I'll defend your point on this too. The trailer showed us all the cool stuff from the flash forwards. Yeah, which uh, this movie was not about the flash forwards. We wanted to see the flash forward movie, kind of. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. and like I mean, I get it. Like I'm, you know, I, I'm not upset that I saw it. It's just I don't. I don't know what I feel about it. Yeah. Like. I don't know where to put it. I don't. I don't know exactly. Like maybe I'll, I'll probably end up watching it again. It's on HBO Max, even though I said they weren't going to do that. But I'll probably just watch yeah. it one weekend just to maybe get a better view on it. All right. Well, before we give our review, our our, our scores, I should say. Sorry, and, and of course the nerd uh, charts. Let's find out about the scores around the internet. But you know, we can't just give you the numbers because time to play the game. Time to play the game! <laughs> That's right, it's time to play the game! And last week, Diesel finally dethroned Ron after a three-week win streak. Can Ron take back the crown? Or will Diesel continue to be your champion? Alright, so this, it's easy. The game works simple. It's prices, right, rules. Closest without going over. Unless we need the all-important tiebreaker, because we don't do ties here. And that is closest to number. Are you gentlemen ready? So, for Dune, it's our usual suspects, by the way, this week, too. Ron, since you are the challenger, you get to go first. IMDb, out of 10 using points, what did they give Dune? 7.8. Diesel. Mm, I'll give you a little bit of buffer. I'm, I'm just doing the $1 more, though. We'll go 8.3. I wish we had the perfect score. Diesel, you got it perfect. 8.3 out Ooh. of 10. Damn. Nice. There you go. Well, he wins the tiebreaker, then. Yes. <laughs> All right, Diesel, Metacritic. Remember this, critics only. What is out of a hundred percent? What did they give Dune? Uh, critics, uh, we'll go eighty-five. Ron, seventy. Just just in case. Ron gets the point to tie it up. Seventy-five percent. No, I, I almost said seventy-five, but I went lower because <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I, I think it's seventy-four. All right, Ron, for the possible win, because the next next one is the win. Rotten Tomatoes combined score. What did they give Dune out of 100%? 89. Diesel. Well, we had 75 and we had 83. We're going 79. <laughs> and your winner and still champion, Diesel, 83%. Yeah. 83% I was just holding the Diesel 89% that he always fucking calls on this shit. For, for funsies, by the way, uh, Google users, uh, Diesel, go ahead. 90. It's too early. No, no. 93. We're going 93. Ron. <laughs> uh, Diesel would have been right because 84%. So it's actually a little lower than I was. Yeah, yeah. Because so. it's usually really high at the oh, beginning, yeah. too. Yeah, so there you go. So there's the scores for Dune. So now it is time for us to give a score. But you know, I usually give my critic score, which I will give for this movie at the end, as I normally do. But the scores we give here are on the nerd scale. And that means it's an entertainment score. Like, once again, it does not have a critic score. If the gentleman would like to give theirs out of 10, they are also welcome to do as well, which I always do at the end anyways. But 
The nerd score is as follows. It's how much you were entertained by this movie, which means it's how much we recommend this movie. First of all, there's a one, which means no. That means no. Come on, let's be honest. Two, you've been warned. That means, yeah, go see it, but you've been warned. Three is, eh, take it or leave it because it's in the middle. So you can watch it on, you can watch it in the theater. You can watch it on HBO Max. You can watch it later on. It doesn't really matter. It's a good movie. You know, it's, it's average pretty much. And then we have number four, just take my money. That means you should go see this in the theater. You should go see it now. And then, of course, reserved for only the best movies, we have Certified Nerd. And that is epics and classics, and which will go down in the history as great entertaining movies, such as, and we always like to use the example, but it's true. Endgame is kind of the perfect example of that. So, Ron, with that being said, what do you give Dune on the nerd scale? I'm just going to say three. Three. Go, go see it, take your own advice, or take your own views out of it. I like, I like I said. I I guess it's supposed to be closer to the book than the original. I, I mean, the religious undertones threw me off. Like, yeah. I, I saw. I mean, if that's really in the book, okay. Like, just go take get your own opinion on it. I I understand why people would like this. Actually, talking about it, I just it just wasn't for me. Gotcha, Diesel. I'm going to actually give two. Right now, it's just a take my money. It's a solid four, but I think with. The saga, as it goes on, I think it's going to become a five once we get to the second. You think the saga will be? You think the saga will be certified nerd? Okay, I can I can see that happening because I'm going to go with you on this. I think that the next movies in this franchise are actually going to be good. You'll see this more in my critic score, and I'll explain in a second. But what I'm giving it for him, I'm going to agree with Ron. I give it a three. I give it the uh, take it or leave it. Um, I I would say if you're on the fence about it, if you're not a fan of the the book, and you know. Because uh, I think the book is the, the the barometric line, if you will. Just watch it on HBO Max. It is definitely worth a watch. Uh, if you are a fan of the book, you should probably see this in a theater. Yeah. If you've seen it on HBO Max, trust me, the theater is definitely worthwhile. I did enjoy the theater experience. Uh, so my critic score is actually a 6 out of 10. Um, I liked it a little bit better than average. Once again, not being a fan of the book, I can understand where somebody who's a fan of the book, and that's why I said don't kill me, could probably give this more because they really I, I hear a lot of good things. But for somebody who's not a fan of the book, and never read the book, never even saw the original movie or anything to compare it bad to good. I, I thought this was a, a, a doable, I thought this was a serviceable movie. I gave it a little extra boost because I would have said a five out of 10, but I gave it a whole point because I really feel like this does, knowing it's a part one, knowing we're going to get a part two because of the sale or because of the box office. I really have hopes that the, the second part and third parts of this movie are actually going to be very good. Yeah. Uh, they did plant a good seed. I will give them that. That's why it goes up a little bit to, for, to a 6 out of 10. However, for all the things that I said are kind of the reasons why I took away points and kind of gave it back a point because I really like where it's going. It is a really good part one. With that being said, it's like a part one. It's very drawn out, yeah. lots of story, not a lot of action. So if that's what you were hoping to see, that's what you do get. So, ladies and gentlemen, once again, I think we could all agree Diesel liked it a little more, but we all agree you should probably see this movie. Like I said, I, I would definitely yeah. think that I think the line is if you are a fan of it, the book, see it in the theater because it's a great experience. If you're a fan, not a fan of the book, never read the book, whatever, HBO Max, give it a watch. Give it a watch. It's worth it. All right. Good show, guys. Good scores. Now it's time to pay some bills. It's time for some shameless plugs. That means if you can hear my voice. You know how to find us, but do your friends know how to find us? Do their friends know how to find us? It's simple. Tell them, type three fat nerds into any search bar for any podcast provider. And remember, for everything we talk about this, it's the number three, not the word three. And of course, our show is going to come up. Well, it's there. You might as well smash that follow or subscribe button so our show comes to you automatically each and every week and you don't have to worry about it. And we're also on Facebook. Same same deal. Go to that search bar. Type in three fat nerds podcast. There you're going to find our page. You're going to like our page. You're going to comment, rate, review, help us spread the word of nerd. We're also on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Three Fat Nerds Pod. Throw an at in front of it if you have to. And remember, for all the social medias, use hashtag 3FNPod whenever talking about the show. Are you a Nigerian prince trying to get billions of dollars out of the country? If so, email us, 3FatNerdsPod at gmail.com. Of course, uh, here's my double duty. Uh, make sure you're following us over on twitch.tv slash 607podcast. Every week we come to you with, every Monday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we come to you with 607TWS. Myself and Ken M from the ODPH talking all things pro wrestling. Of course, we also live live react and commentate on wrestling pay-per-views, UFC pay-per-views, and a returning the movie night in November. We'll give you a firm date. I do tentatively right now. It is November 20th. But we'll give you a firm date next week for our next 
next movie night, and that is going to be the documentary Superheroes. Trust me, you are not going to want to miss this one. Uh, and so much more. We have other plans in the works, so make sure you're following us over there on twitch.tv slash 607podcast. If you would like to support the show monetarily for as little as $1 a month, you can do that at patreon.com slash 8122productions. You get a ton of extra bonus content, including you get this show, and it's early, plus it's the uncut unedited, uncooked edition each and every week. Also, you get the Horror Zone 607 podcast early, and that's uncut, unedited, unslashed, as we call it. And then last, but certainly not least, you get the two, two, count them, two exclusive for Patreon shows. I love movies where we dissect movies that we love from the past. Do they still stay on the test of time? You'll find out. And of course, the hottest show behind a paywall, Love is Scary with Dr. Derek and Spooky Mike. And of course, we're cutting the wire again because of how busy we've been. So this week, you will get both of those great things. We will make time. Also, so that's all that and much, much more over there at patreon.com slash 8122 Productions. Shit, do I got shit in my ears? Did you just say 8122Productions? I sure did. As in H to the double T to the P to the colon to the backslash to the other backslash to the 81 double deuce P-R-O-D-U-C-T. I-O-N-S dot com. 8122productions.com for all things 8122productions. You can find the links to everything I just mentioned. All the social media links, all the uh, links to the uh, Twitch, to the Patreon. Also, the Public link is there. Uh, you can find links to friends of the show like the ODPH and our good friends at Sci-Fi Horror Fest who just announced the date for next year's Sci-Fi Horror Fest. So hopefully, knock on wood, we'll be joining them at Vernon Downs. Uh, come in August of the, uh, 2022. And then, of course, uh, also there is the links for all of the music that you hear on the show and the bands are provided for. We already gave a shout-out earlier to Shout at the Robots who do the theme song. Uh, during the br- uh, When we came back from break, you heard our good friend Tom Jolu. That song was called Twilight Zone. And uh, you can find uh, that and so much more. Of course, also the Jasons from West Virginia, Floodland, Second Suitor, and the Phosphines from Melbourne, Australia. Go visit all of them. Check them out and support all those great bands on Spotify, YouTube Music, and Bandcamp. And of course, also, uh, all, all of these things, that, like I mentioned before, are in the show links below the show if you forget any of the things we mentioned just now. But also on the website, you can also find our local sponsors. But because they treat us so well and help us bring you this show each and every week, we're going to give them a shout out right now. First up, the people who provide us with the 8122 Production Studios. That's right, Dragon Master Games. 1235 Upper Front Street in Binghamton, New York. For all your Magic the Gathering and gaming needs, visit them on the World Wide Web, dragonmastergames.com. And if you're in the 607 or passing through the 607 and you want to know what events are going on in the store, because trust me, we got a lot of great events coming up at the store, you can do that by following on Facebook, Dragon Master Games. And thank you to Rex to Rod's Auto Detailing. Look at it, 2004 North Street in Endicott, New York. Uh, call for an appointment call 607-644-3389 when you're ready to put the pride back in your right don't forget to tell them three fat nerds sent you Ronald one out of ten stars if you like sap then you'll eat this movie up on a scale of one to bread I give it a minus three this movie moneyed its way into our lives and selling us a tragic historical event without giving us an interesting plot good acting or a good script I think the only saving grace was the directing they take a sappy love story, package it around the sinking of a Titanic, and make millions. The idea is not created at all. Under that premise, I can make a movie called Civil War and have it about a girl from the Union and a guy from the Confederacy who fall in love. Then at the end, there is this whole war thing, and the guy he dies. I'd make millions. Heck, the movie was probably already been created. Subpar, unoriginal stories like this pollute the movie industry with the same ignorant, recycled message that love conquers all, even death. We get it. If you find yourself in, at the movie store with your girl and you want to rent a good romantic movie, you'd be better off running American Psycho. At least American Psycho was good for its genre. One out of ten stars. Titanic just sucks, people. By the way, he was right. That movie was made. It was called North and South. <laughs> Dude, let's make a Titanic version of Civil War. Let's do it. We can make millions. I think we're in. I'm in. I'm fucking in. Can we get DiCaprio to sign back on? Can we get him to play like the character that he played in Django? No, 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 no. We, we, we go full progressive. We go broke back. What two Hollywood stars do you want to see? One from the South. Ooh, interracial. Caprio and I, I'm going with Michael B. Jordan. Well, yeah, that's fine. I'm good with that. I'm good with both. I'm good with both. Oh, let's do this. This is, this is underneath this that one. One out of ten stars. I hate the main characters. Jack and Rose are, is both jerks. That's it. 
I'm just watching this movie so the ship sinks. Thanks. I'm sorry. I had to read that because I'm not sure. To be fair, they're not wrong. (laughs) And that was uh, 2020. So, you know, that's why I had to read it. So, with that being said, that brings us to the end of the show. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Hopefully, we brought you the funny and some insights. And uh, hopefully, you enjoyed the show. Because, let's face it. Each and every week, you guys surprise us with continuing to listen to us. And we really do appreciate it. With that being said, we'll be back next week. Same time. Same station. With that being said, take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. And I have one last thing to say, and that is, later, nerds. Space station? PlayStation? What? Okay, later. Sorry. (laughs) Good night, sweet prince. Uh, Titanic just sucks, people. Because it will never